A city in China builds a special smartphone zombie walkway. For the people that can't look up from their phones while they're walking, they get a special walkway in China. Why? <laughs> Guys, okay. The goal is to get people out of their smartphones like this. Okay, there's a there's a way to use your smartphone, and there's a way not to use your smartphone. It's called driving and walking, and you probably shouldn't use your smartphone while you're having sex as well. I mean, there are certain activities that you need to put the freaking phone away. <laughs> okay. A city in northern China has introduced a special pedestrian lane on one of its roads exclusively for slow walking idiots. I'm sorry, slow walking smartphone users. According to the Shanxi Online News, the pavement along the Yanta Road in Jian has now got itself a special lane for people who stare at their phones and ignore everything else around them. Oh, great! So listen, so we're just gonna transform society to、uh, you know to to make way for these people. We're just gonna transform society to make life easier for them. All right, we don't have to change. We we don't, but they have to. <laughs> I'm sorry. They don't have to change. We have to change. <laughs> What the hell? The lane is painted red and green and blue. It's 80 centimeters wide, 100 meters long. Pictures of smartphones <laughs> they drew on <laughs> on the on the pathway to distinguish it from the ordinary walking lane. <laughs> What the hell? Come on, man. Oh lord. They say that cars often come onto the pavement, which is a busy channel for pedestrians who might not be paying attention to their surroundings. Oh, oh, okay. So we're supposed to fold to them because they don't pay attention to their surroundings? No, no. The move is to make them pay attention to the surroundings. I don't care how many of them have to get hit by a Ford Focus for them to finally get it, but they need to get it. Okay. We don't have to, you know, bend for them for their neuroses and their addiction to their phone like that. You know they need to pay the fuck attention. Okay, that's what needs to happen. Oh man, this is gonna happen in America. I totally see it happening. I totally see this happening in America. Oh my god, I'm so worried for the future. <laughs> okay, they said someone said、uh, someone was quoted as saying this is the first time he had seen such a thing. He said he thought it was pretty good. Oh, pretty good, really. <laughs> Everybody walking along here thinks that it's very safe. At the side of the road, there are cars, and the vehicles also come onto this this walkway, and sometimes only barely avoid you. Wow. Well, you know, you could always just watch out for yourself instead of having your face in a device all day long. I mean, another local says, "Young people's lives nowadays are fast, and they're always looking at their phones. This puts our minds at rest. Those of us who are often looking at our phones is." As it's a form of protection. Yeah, so we gotta protect these idiots who can't get their face out of their phone. We gotta protect those who have no self-control whatsoever and can't properly operate in three-dimensional space. Is that what you're telling me? No, no. You learn to put your fucking phone down and operate in three-dimensional space. You have a body. You came into this three-dimensional space with a body, and what does that mean? Your body is fragile, and it is—it can be a victim of some sort of collision, some sort of physical atrocity. Yeah, that's what happens when you have a body. So your your primary your primary primary objective, and this goes way back to when we were, you know, sea organisms. We have inside us our primary impulse is to protect the body. Okay, and so when you start altering the environment. To allow people to just, just totally let go of that impulse to protect their own body, then what are we becoming here? 
All right, no, no, you protect your body. That's your responsibility. That's one of the only things you can, you have to do like all the time is to make sure your body's okay, okay? You don't get to, you don't get to just look in your phone and walk around willy-nilly, you know? That's just my opinion. I'm sorry, I'm ranting now crazy and I'm probably not making any sense right now, but what do you guys think about this? This is ridiculous. I mean, it's not like we're dealing with someone who has a handicap here, blind people or something like that. Yes, yes, the environment should help them out. We should give a little bit, the environment and society should give a little bit for the blind and for the deaf or, or, or the handicapped. But not, not if you have all, all of your limbs and you can still walk. No, we don't bend for you. We don't change the environment to customize your neuroses. No. No, you pick your head up and you look where you're going. Do you guys agree with me? I mean, I feel like I might be alone in this. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, call into Weird AF News. I want to hear what you think about this. And I'm very worried that this is going to happen in the States. Oh, and I'm moving out if that's happening. I can't handle it. The number is 646-450-2012. You can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com, or you can DM me at funnyjones on Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, oh man, this weekend's going to be rough. A woman got pregnant by a squid after eating raw calamari. So many questions. How? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I didn't know humans and calamari could uh, make a baby. <laughs> a 63-year-old woman's tongue became pregnant. Her tongue specifically. Did you know your tongue could become pregnant? Has your tongue... Hey, listen, ladies. If, <laughs> if your tongue gets a little swollen, <laughs> go to the doctor. <laughs> uh, if you've... <laughs> If you happen to have had intercourse, if there was intercourse between your tongue and a squid recently, you may want to consult your doctor. <laughs> Do they got a plan B for that? Oh, man. So a 63-year-old woman's, by the way, 63 years old and she's still fertile. Great. Amazing. Good for her. <laughs> 63-year-old woman's tongue, can I get this out, became pregnant after sperm from a raw squid she was eating ended up in her mouth, according to a medical journal. The woman from South Korea was left in severe pain after the squid injected sperm into the tissues of her mouth. She was rushed to the hospital. Oh, man. How does that happen? Was the sperm still alive? What the hell? I mean, I'm sorry, not the sperm. The squid. Was the squid still alive? Who's eating a live squid? Man, they eat weird shit in Asia, man. I'm sorry. You guys need to cook your food. <laughs> like, what the hell? Doctors took a look inside her mouth and made the stomach-churning discovery of 12-inch 12, 12 12 small white spindle-shaped bug-like sperm bags embedded in her tongue and gums. Oh, man, that sounds painful. How, how does, the sperm, I mean, these squids shooting sperm at like 2,000 miles an hour just pierces right through your, your gums and teeth? Like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, who shoots like that? <laughs> oh, man, you gotta be careful. You can't get a facial from a squid. It'll just blow your face right off. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was dirty. Okay, so the foreign bodies, the foreign bodies were identified as squid spermatophores. Spermatophores, what a word. Uh, not to be confused with spermatozoa, also a very difficult word that I learned recently because I'm an idiot. Okay, uh, spermatophores, which are sperm-containing capsules, and this bizarre case has been published in the Journal of Parasitology. Uh, they belong to a Japanese flying squid known as Todorodes pacificus. Whoa, flying squid? Oh, man, that sounds cool. I wonder if they, like, pop out of the actual ocean and fly through the air. No, no, they can't be doing that. I'm so stupid. Okay, the journal reports she had not removed the internal organs of the squid and then compounded the problem by parboiling it for a few seconds before eating it. That means the sperma spermatophores were alive and well. 
as soon as she put a piece into her mouth, she felt like many bugs were biting into her mouth. She experienced severe sharp pain and spat out the entire portion without swallowing it. Despite that, she could feel many small squirming white bug-like organisms penetrating her oil, her oral mucosa. Man, this is why I'm not a scientist, man. These words are too big. How do you guys study, you scientists? They went on to say they're not sure how the spermatophores managed to implant themselves into the woman's mouth. There are other horrors reported too. Pathology International reported a 21-year-old Japanese woman felt a stinging sensation after eating the sexual organs of a raw squid. Look at you guys in the raw squid over there in Japan and Korea, you know, cook it. You know what you got to do? You got to do what us Italians do, okay? We fry our calamari and it's delicious, okay? If you're not eating your calamari fried, look, I know fried food isn't the best, but like, it, you, how often do you eat squid? Okay, is it on a daily basis? No, you, you have it here and there. So fry the shit. Just fry it. It's so much more delicious. It's amazing. You know, you dip it in that marinara sauce. Oh, man, melt a little cheese on it. What, are you kidding me? Why are you eating it raw? You're risking all sorts of shit, obviously. And now, you know, I'm, now I'm never eating raw squid now that i am read these stories. I want to have my tongue impregnated, all right? You know. I'm, I'm all about not, the, not babies, and you guys know that. I'm going to move to the island of no children, and, <laughs> and I'm not all about having my tongue impregnated. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, all right? Even though I'd like to take a leave of absence and stuff. <laughs> Jonesy's taking a leave of absence from Weird AF News because he's, well, his tongue is pregnant. <laughs> <so> <laughs> yes, yes, I'm going to have a, 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 I'll, I'll have to pantomime, and I'll, uh, I'll send out an email of the things I'd like you to buy for me for my, for my baby squid baby shower. <laughs> this just, oh, man, see, this is the thing about Weird AF News. Not only are the stories weird, but I go off on these weird tangents, and I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just go there. I just can't help it. It's, it's just part of me. And if you're offended, I, man, I don't know what to tell you. Um, leave me a bad review. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what I'll do later. I'll read a bad review because those are always fun. Thank you so much. And if you haven't left a review for me, by the way, please do so. I could use a good one. (laughs) U.S. kindergartens are now teaching nursery rhymes to prepare kids for school shooters. This is how sad it's gotten. (laughs) I mean, this is... uh... A U.S. mother has shared a confronting image from her daughter's prospective kindergarten classroom, showing the instructions for a lockdown drill that was put to the tune of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. It goes lock down, lock down, lock the door, shut the lights, say no more. Go behind the desk and hide, wait until it's safe inside. Lock down, lock down, it's all done. Now it's time to have some fun. My question is, how do you immediately then have fun after a school shooter? <laughs> like, oh no, oh the school shooter just was just shot everybody in the, uh, <laughs> in the cafeteria. So now we can have some fun. I mean, no, no, this, you're not immediately having fun after a lockdown from a school shooter. No, it's uh, now it's time to everybody pay, uh, get together and cry and try and piece all this together. And let's uh, try and talk it out a little bit and try and avoid future therapy for the rest of our lives. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, I'm laughing. This isn't funny at all. I, the, the the rhyme the way that the way the nursery rhymes ends I think is ridiculous and funny but the whole thing I mean everything behind this story is just sad I mean I'm living in a world now where kids have to 
Now, look, I know there was a, you know, during the Cold War, kids were getting under their desk too, and that must have been a hell of a time. And, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing the kind of adults that they grew up at and just frightened individuals who <laughs> were scared of the internet. Uh, but like, this is awful too. This is just going to, uh, man, you know, I, this is why I, you guys ask, you don't ask me because you, you guys just love me for who I am. But, you know, I, I know friends and former ex-girlfriends who want to know why the hell I got a vasectomy before I had any kids. And it's like shit like this. I'm afraid. What, I have raise a kid in America here? You, you know, they're in kindergartens, you know, doing a little lockdown nursery rhyme. I mean, go behind the desk and hide. Don't worry. Oh, and now it's time to have fun. They killed the shooter. I mean, I don't want this. I don't want to be, you know, parenting in a world of just so much danger. Like, I just can't handle it. That's just me. Uh, now, so this nursery rhyme was posted on social media, and it uh, it drew a considerable amount of attention from those people who were saddened by the apparent necessity of teaching toddlers how to navigate a potential school shooting scenario. Um, unfortunately, uh, they're not the first person to draw attention to the issue of very young children playing out their school drills. Uh, Kelda Royce, who is currently campaigning for governor of Wisconsin on a gun control platform, recently shared a story about a three-year-old daughter playing a, quote, game involving hiding in a corner and remaining quiet. Um, This is a game that she learned at at daycare. Uh, (laughs) And in recent days alone, many other teachers and parents have taken to the platform to discuss harrowing reality facing many young Americans and what do we do about it. How do the teachers handle this? School shooters are a, you know, obviously a, a reality. And what do you do about it? I don't know. I don't have kids, but some of you probably have kids. And, um, wow, there's a bunch of tweets in this article. Um, so a lot of these parents are expressing how, like, during the day, their kids will have an active shooter drill at school. Um, and then, you know, the kids get very sad about it. They come home very worried, asking parents questions. And this is kind of becoming the school environment. Um, and, and the kids are scared and, and I mean, who can blame them? I mean, it's just, it seems to be something that's happening every few months. And, uh, what do you do about it? I don't I mean, it's, is a nursery rhyme the way to go? I did a story a few, a couple of months ago, I think about a one school superintendent who thought it was a good idea to arm the classrooms with buckets of rocks, like so that if a school shooter comes in, they throw rocks at the shooter and I, you know, I, I went on and on about what a dumb idea that is. Um, but like, it's, I think we're all just grabbing at straws here, trying to figure out what the hell do you do with this. But this nursery rhyme um, is is uh, is a little weird, I think. Um, but a, a step in the right direction, probably. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. But what do you think, my fellow weirdos? Call in. Let me know. You got the number. I don't have to tell you a million times. <laughs> Hi, weirdos. How are you? <laughs> This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. I want to give some thanks to Vince Wilde, who called the show, and Maria from Florida. Uh, it seems the the uh, the poop story has really got you guys fired up. Um, the 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 lottery winner who decided to exact revenge on his boss by dumping twenty thousand tons of manure on his front lawn. I did that story yesterday. Hilarious. Uh, specifically, I've gotten some emails with suggestions because I asked the question, what's the best boss revenge that you could come up with? Well, Chris Chance sent me a great one that I want to read briefly. He said, here's revenge on your ex-boss. Fill out one of those Scientology personality tests using the name and address and phone number of your old boss. Also include the comment that you recently inherited $5 million and you're deeply conflicted and confused and don't know what to do with this money. You have no family and you live alone. (laughs) Now, while dumping... 
Manure on the front lawn of your ex-boss is a short-term fuck you. The above Scientology situation creates a lifelong revenge that grows more annoying as the years go by. <laughs> also, unlike the shit, it can't be removed or stopped. <laughs> and Chris, you reminded me of something. You are totally right, by the way, because I had, I have to this day, uh, uh, you know, contacted by the Scientology organization because about 10 years ago when I lived in New York City, one of my best friends, who still to this day is one of my best friends, was really involved in the Church of Scientology. I'm not even going to call it a church. I'm going to call it an organization. They call it an org. So I'm going to call it an org. I'd like to call it a squirrely group of conniving bastards um, (laughs) because that's what they really are. So anyways, my friend was deep into it and he actually taught a course and he asked me to do do him a solid because no one was taking his course, would I please take his course? It was, it was a, an easy yes for me, because I love him. Great friend of mine. And the course was, seemed like, it was pretty cool. It was called like, How to Achieve Your Goals or whatever. So, and it was helpful. I took it. It was really helpful and cool. And, I, and my friend's great. And he was really good at it. It was his first course that he ever taught there, and he was nervous. And he did a fantastic job. And I was very honored to be there. Uh, but then, once the Scientology organization got my information... They then, you know, they were trying to get me to take more courses and they would just send me shit in the mail all the time. And I still get literature from Scientology and I live in L.A. now. I mean, I live like four different addresses away from that original address and somehow they still found me. I don't know how they did it, but I still get Scientology um, like literature in the mail here in L.A. I have no idea how they did that. It's so annoying. I tried to get out of it. You know, I tried to get them to stop sending me shit. They will not stop. This is like a lifelong thing. You're right, Chris. This is a way to set somebody up. It's great revenge. I agree. Oh, man. I think I share too much on this show. But whatever. You guys love it. <laughs> also, I'm going to give a shout out to Justin QP who reached out to me on Facebook and sent me a um, a really funny story that I, I didn't get a chance to cover today, but I'm going to get into that next week. Uh, so thank you, Justin. Uh, you guys can send me stuff. I, I love it. Uh, if you want to do so, funnyjones at Gmail. Uh, also you can DM stuff to me, uh, on Facebook. It's comedian Jonesy is my Facebook page on Instagram and Twitter. It's at funny Jones. Also, I would love to read a very uh, shitty review that I got. How about that? Let's do that. Um, this is from an Amazon customer. The title of the review is will not shut the F up exclamation. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, he says he writes or she writes, I mean, Oh, uh, First time I used it, pretty much lock my echo up. I guess I locked his echo up. I didn't mean to, all right? I don't even know, you know, I don't even know. I don't even have an echo. I don't even know how you use that shit. How am I locking up your echo? And then he writes, I mean, after 20 minutes of babbling, I had to manually shut it down. Shut up and give me a few two to three minutes of your, quote, news. That's it. This person just wanted two to three minutes of my, quote, news. Well, you know, this is the great thing about it podcast is you don't have to subscribe. No one's making you. <laughs> you know, you can just unsubscribe if you don't like my news. If you want that boring ass NPR shit or the or listening to the BBC. Coming up next, we're going to talk about oil, oil and shootings and this sorts of things. Oh, and the ocean is filled with plastic and other shit that's going to make you start your day in the worst mood possible. If you want that stuff, you can have that stuff. Okay? There's plenty of that shit out there. What I'm doing is different. Okay? My news is weird. And my news, hopefully, will put you in a different headspace as you start your day. Maybe even a happier headspace. Or at least you'll feel better about yourself because you can see how many idiots are out there and say, well, thank God I'm not that guy. <laughs> so what, is, what am I reading this review for? I guess I'm giving you evidence of how many bad reviews I got. 
and I have no control over this because once the review's on there, I can't take it down. So this is what I want to do. I want to offset these bad reviews with some good reviews. Now, these reviews on Amazon are just terrible. Um, my rating is 2.7 out of 5. So if you guys could review me on Amazon, that would be helpful. Also, the other ones too. I don't, But I don't know how you make these reviews. You figure it out. <laughs> I don't know how you like watch a YouTube video. If you want me to do some research, I can figure out how to do these reviews, but I have no idea how to do it. I'm an idiot. But yes, reviews. And I'm talking way too much, and I'm fucking sorry. Good afternoon, Jonesy. It's Marie in Florida. I want to give my opinion about crazy women that cut off a man's penis. I have a better way that's more painful. Put 20 tons of manure in his car. He will be squinting like a little baby. (laughs) That's very painful, having shit in your car. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. And this is your weirdo in Florida. Hey, Jones, what's going on? It's Vince from the Vince Wild Show. So, 20,000 pounds of manure. Boy, I can't even say it right. This is what I would do. Because it takes more planning, and, and it would be great. How about 20,000 people to take a dump on the guy's lawn? The fun part isn't that he comes home and finds this absolute disaster of a mess, nor the fact that you're going to have to plan the hell out of it, but the fact that some news anchor somewhere is going to have to figure out a way to communicate to the locals and probably the nation at this point because it's an epic prank that 20,000 people gathered to take a dump on this guy's property. That's where the fun is for me. See, then you got the dual prank. You've got the guy, you got your former boss, and you've got the news media. You got them both at the same time. Vince out. <laughs>